0: Randall, I was terrified when I was on that plane. I was terrified that I wouldn't make it in time, and I was terrified that she would be alone. And when I walked in that room, man, I heard your voice, and I, um. Thank you. Thank you. After everything that we've been through recently, still.
1: And you're my brother.
0: I did say some some pretty horrible things to you, Randall, and the truth is, you are... You're the best person I know. And on my finest day, I am simply doing a poor man's imitation of you. Hey, man.
1: We both said things.
0: Tensions were high. We got a lot of ground to cover. lot of things i didn't see growing up hey man
1: if you really want to have that conversation with me then i cannot wait to have it with you and one day when you don't have two brand spanking new babies and just went through a whole planes trains and automobiles adventure to get to we will have it i promise you that but now is not the time now is the time to celebrate your new family
0: yes (sighs) i can't believe you told her the young bob story
2: Welcome to This Is Us 2. It's a podcast dedicated to This Is Us on NBC. So sit back, relax, and let's all have a good cry. Hello, everybody, and welcome. My name is Mary Larson.
0: My name is Blake. I'm out on Hanson. I'm just going to throw it right there. I'm going to throw it right in right now. I was I was gonna save it for the inner out, uh, you know. Uh, Can you tell me? No. No, way. you
2: can't, cause you don't know. Yes, no, no that is.
0: Chance.
2: That's my karaoke song.
0: What I am calling? Uh... It's
2: it's actually my good. Is it really? <laughs> my good is Mbop, is one of my karaoke songs. Now, granted, extent of my my repertoire, I usually warm up the room with the thong song. Yeah, that's true
0: I will give you that
2: baby make your booty go
0: I feel yeah. like you though are more of a pr- it's it's a proud Mary thing that I've discovered with you like
2: No, that's like real. So my favorite thing is being a musician. When I go to karaoke with friends, they're like, oh, Mary, you need to come to karaoke. You love music. You love to sing. And I just like to bust. You know, I'm not one of those people who's like, oh, yes, everybody. Listen to me. Listen to me be Tina Turner. No, I get up there and I mbop it. And you know what? People love karaoke mbop. Okay, if you're in one of those rooms, like if you're in one of those pubs. Uh-huh. You know those pubs yes. where people get up and they sing like country songs, and they sing like "I'm Every Woman," and they take themselves really seriously, like they think they're on American Idol, mm-hmm. and really it's just like the dive bar. That is when I get up there, okay, in all my glory, in my like six inch heels, like just dressed to the nines, <laughs> and I pull out bop. So when I heard. That the Pearson brothers were gonna do this song. It just it just goes to show me that this is us too. These are my people. Yes. I I think <laughs> I'm a Pearson.
0: <laughs> oh man, you dork. You dork.
2: <laughs> like, welcome to the club, man. This That's is what okay. we do. It's
0: what we have. You gotta have fun with it. Gotta yeah. have fun.
2: Yeah. And um, you know, that that was my story. Is that really? Oh, really? Like, yeah. It's it's just that. This our generation, which is represented in the the big three. You know, we really do. We have these things like "Mop" is not a song that our children will ever know. No, it's no. not like Elvis Presley, the Beatles. Like this is not something that they're going to have. You know, play on their their oldie stations. Like this, this is a classic, right? You know, but it's just those things that this show does to you, where. It gets us. Mm-hmm. It gets us so much. So yeah, fun fact, that is my go-to, gonna bust people up karaoke song, either that or the thong song, depending how I'm <laughs> feeling. If I'm actually singing, it is, yeah, like Proud Mary, Tina Turner. Yes. Or, um, it'll come to me. I'm trying to think what, what my, what my, go- it'll come to me. I have like another one mm-hmm. when I'm like moody. Sure. And sensual.
0: Oh. Hey yeah. Man. Oh, girl. I know. I'm in. It'll come to me. Whatever it is, I'm in.
2: Whatever it is, I'm in for it, too. But I usually remember it after a couple of bevvies, and I'm like, oh, yeah,
0: I'm going to crush this stage. My karaoke song, when I have done karaoke, though I hate karaoke and I'm out on karaoke, it's Folsom Prison by Johnny Cash. That's what it is. That's the only song that I will, like, willingly and happily sing and do in front of a live studio audience (laughs) other than that karaoke sucks i oh god misery just misery just thinking about it no thanks the
2: song okay the song that i sing oh i'm so mad right now it's from the mel gibson movie but it's like suspenseful but he kind of like is a little goofball and he doesn't know what he's doing it's gonna come to me i will remember halfway through this episode I know it's not like forever young. It's not that definitely
0: not forever young. No,
2: but it came out in like the '90s, and this girl did like a cover of it. I'm gonna find it. Okay,
0: fine, fair enough. (laughs) Oh man! All right, so um, Marvin, I think we are ready to. Move on. Conspiracy theory. Oh, conspiracy theory. Okay. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Hold on. Yeah,
2: Soundtrack right. for a conspiracy theory. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, we know what well, we're doing. It. Okay. We're just going to own it.
2: We're going all in.
0: We're going all in on the Mel Gibson.
2: Uh, I can't find it. Okay, just keep going. Russell but- says
0: on Facebook, you obviously don't drink enough at karaoke. <laughs> Who, no, me? No, me. <laughs> oh, sorry. Yeah, yes. no, I'm out on karaoke, dude. No, thanks. No, no
2: thanks. Blake is terrible at karaoke. Like when people ask oh my gosh, can we go rent out one of those things and just sing karaoke? Blake's like, I think I'm going to stay home with the kids. Yep. I'm good. I'm going to
0: pass. I'm good. We're all set.
2: Thank you, Mary will go, and she will take care of that one. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Blake. Let's delve on in as I figure out what in the world this song is. Let's
0: do it. (laughs) Well, the title for this one is In the room which is where
2: it happened
0: oh look at you, <laughs> you oh didn't think that? i mean of course i did but i didn't I, but i have to play this now hold on here comes
1: the general's
2: can't take my eyes off of you oh can't you're take... just too good to be true oh, okay yes. yeah okay and yep. i love you baby. oh
0: yeah i got you okay
2: yep. all... yes that's my like go-to bring the house down. I walk around with the mic in those six-inch heels and I'm already 5'11 and I like squish everybody. <laughs>
0: <laughs> mama, Just walk mama, around mama like mama Godzilla. Nice. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
2: anyway,
1: sorry.
0: All right, so the title of this episode was In the Room, which is a reference, obviously, to what was going on. In, in fact... Um, where it happens. Yes, in the room where it happens, uh, that being uh, babies The being fact that born. Kevin
2: actually got to be in the room.
0: And yeah. also, also, Kate being in the room as well. So yeah. That, that's a big deal for and, a while until she got kicked out and for a that's true and then for a little bit we also have uh we also have Rebecca in the room via phone so that's really good too as well so that is that the writer was Vera Herbert who is a uh this is us alum all the mm-hmm. way back since 2016 which would be the first episode first season of this is us she has written episodes like the trip what now still there the fifth wheel a Hamnida don't take my sunshine away mm-hmm. unhinged after the five and, obviously, this episode in the room. Marvin, it is time for your lemonade rating. What do you got for your lemonade rating? Give
2: me all the shaman. Give me all the shaman to wipe away the the tears that kept happening in this episode. I got me some Jack. I got me some Big Three. I got some Miguel Redemption that we needed and... Yes. I got, hey, guess what? This is us, too. We're all lonely and seeing friends through phones, so give me a five. Whoa! Oh, wow. Okay.
0: All right. Is, is this, One of my
2: favorite episodes. Is this a horse? Yeah. <laughs> Giddy up.
0: Yeah, it's a horse. Okay. Yeah, man. You know what? I think I might even agree with you that this might be a horse. <laughs> Crossing time! You know, they took some big swings uh, on, on this big episode. Risk. Big risks. Uh, and I will always give credit when people take risks. Whether or not it lands, whether or not it gets knocked out of the pack, is a totally different story. Agreed. But I will always praise risk, uh, so I'll go with that. But I will give this episode a four eight.
2: Oh my gosh, which is essentially a five because you're yes. such a harsh critic. I will Woo! give this a
0: four eight, and Way not go, because Vera. not because it's the best episode of This Is Us of all time. No, I, it really has more to do with our current state of affairs in life right now. It's and hashtag I, This Is Us too. And I am well aware of the idea that. We just kind of need an episode that's a feel-good episode.
2: Good Lord. If any of these babies, or if any of the mamas died, or if anyone was taken away, if Rose died, I nope. Nobody
0: died. <laughs> Nobody died. We were all good. Uh, it, it was a feel-good episode. And- what I'm looking for when it comes to a feel-good episode, because everything is just, you know, it's wrapped up nicely and Kevin shows up and everyone gives birth. Everyone's happy. It's an, it's a, Both of the births are easy. Well, not easy, but natural, regular births. I mean, there's nothing crazy about it. So what are we trying to say, right? What are we trying to do with an episode like this? And what we're trying to do is talk about connection. How are we all connected? That's mm-hmm. our big question. What do we do to be connected? And that is exemplified in uh, in the hashtag "Who Were They?" moment of this episode, and also what our characters are doing to yeah. stay connected to each other in the middle of all of this garbage pandemic. So I really God. like it. Your G B G the good, the bad, and the great, Marvin. What are you? Got? My
2: good is Mbop. Bop. Okay. I. Goodness gracious, this this crew, they, they know their target demo. They know <laughs> the Pearson, like, graduating class. Yes. Yep, right there. <laughs> Sounds good to me. Right there with you. <laughs> yes, Pearsons. All yep. I need now is, like, them to have watched Captain Planet. <laughs> the power is yours, you know? That's right. Po- no, are no, you there?
0: I, no, I got you. Okay. Captain Planet, he's a hero. Yes, gonna, gonna take pollution down, down to zero. zero. Of yes, I do. yes, how do I know, well done. Do you, why do you think I don't know Captain Planet?
2: I, you know, I know you're you're younger than me, but also like blue watched, skin,
0: green hair.
2: Which which character was your favorite? Like, which did you want to be? Oh, the
0: fire kid. Come on, the I always, American. Yeah, I wanted to be the American. Of course kid. you did. Yeah, of course I did. Why wouldn't I? You have the power of fire, bro. What? He was
2: like the lame kid who just kept doing dumb stuff. No, the
0: lame kid was the hot kid.
2: No, don't you dare. Yeah,
0: no, the hot kid was the worst. (laughs) No, he
2: He wasn't. He couldn't do anything. He was the youngest. Okay, just give him a break.
0: Like, we had earth and wind wind, and fire, water, and then they were like, oh, crap, what else do we do? Yeah, uh, uh, hot. Like, why couldn't they do, like, space or, (laughs) or, like, volcano? Okay,
2: anyway. (laughs) Love, love, love that they get. It's hard. And, it, and wait, they're just heart. They're just like, all in on the fact here. that the Pearsons are Zennials. Yes, okay? they are. Yes. Just, they're just all in. That microgen, they're like, we've got you, microgen. Yes. We've got you. We, we're here for you. And bop. My bad. <laughs> okay, so I know I've brought it up a couple of times, guys, but with this is us leaning so heavily into COVID, mm-hmm. like this whole episode is acknowledging the fact Kevin didn't quarantine. So here's what I'm thinking. Okay, Okay. so Kevin somehow magically got on this plane, smiled. Maybe he remembered he had a passport, and that was fine, okay? Mm-hmm. That's what we think. Maybe Kevin just forgot he had his passport, and he th- got in okay. But he just, like, literally went to a hospital, like, where you're not supposed to go. There was no international quarantine, and this is what I've decided. Kevin yo load man, because you all know... You can you can go to a different state and you're supposed to quarantine when you come back. Nobody's knocking on your door, checking on you. Mm -hmm. I think Kevin just said screw the rules. Mm -hmm. I'm going to the hospital. It will be interesting to see if when the show comes back, Kevin has COVID (laughs) and -hmm. gives it to his wife or his fiance. No. Someone on this show needs to get COVID. I
0: totally agree.
2: They live in California. Yep. He just went on international travel. I think Kevin needs COVID.
0: That, you know what? That's your hot take. Hot take. You know what? Hot take right there.
2: And so Madison doesn't get to have her honey because he's quarantined.
0: That's <laughs> what you get, man. It's what you get. Shh. Kevin gets COVID. I'm in on this hot take.
2: Kevin, Kevin deserves COVID for all the rules he just broke. Okay, yep, totally agree. I don't want him to pass it to the babies. I don't want nope. him to pass it to Madison. I just want him to have grown up timeout.
0: Maybe he goes back to the film and re- and they test him. they will go on the film. Yes, and he got it because and he got yes. it because he was with uh... he got the
2: Brazilian variant that's been hot and heavy in California. That's what you get. Can't be crossing international borders and not that's testing. A winner. COVID Kevin. The Brazilian variant. Listen, man, I know way too much about this.
0: Oh, (laughs) man.
2: Oh, Veronica just went dark. She said Kevin gets COVID, gives it to Madison, she dies. No, Veronica. I'm not going that route, okay? that's,
0: That's a Blake route.
2: I'm just picturing Kevin to have a little time out.
0: Be in trouble. (laughs) Yeah. No, Susan here on Facebook says, didn't Rose have COVID? Yes, Rose had COVID. Okay. But, I mean, we're we're talking, like, one of our main characters. Uh,
2: But at least someone on this show has had COVID. I mean, we all know somebody who's had COVID, so I'm glad that, like, as much as they're acknowledging it, but we do need to have someone sit down. Like, I want Randall to be like, Kevin, okay, so since we're brothers how did you get into a hospital after coming from Canada? Right. Like, that's what I I want Randall to do and Kevin just be like, whatever, man. And then my great is just all the sharmin. Yep. If you're new to Mary and Blake, we um don't spend extra money and frivolous tissues when there's perfectly good <laughs> toilet paper to use that is easily accessible. It's way too
0: cheap for for. Uh, but for, we buy good tissues. toilet paper.
2: Okay, we buy the Charmin. Oh
0: yeah, we buy like the the quadruple ply.
2: Yeah, like just give me all the softness. Yeah,
0: it it can't, it can't even fit on the toilet paper roll. <laughs> yeah,
2: it, we have to keep it on the sink for yeah, like <laughs> for like 40s. a good
0: for like a good three or four days,
2: yeah. and then it can fit. And our yeah. kids are used to it now. But yeah. they but they now call the toilet paper tissues. Can you give me a tissue? And they. They like sure. run in yeah. and they get off yeah. two Here's
0: the squares. <laughs> Can't wait till my daughter the so All says the sherman,
2: <laughs> all the feels in this episode, got the tears, got, got everybody that I wanted, and some Miguel redemption. So yes. sign me up. Blake, your GBG.
0: Yeah, sure. The good for me is Rebecca and Miguel. And the right is, in, in this particular case, Vera Herbert acknowledges the huge elephant in the room, which is they have to acknowledge the Jack of it all in this relationship. And Rebecca takes the time to talk to Miguel and say, you got it really tough, bud. Like not only do you have to deal with me and losing my brain, but you have to deal with Jack and how that affects not only me, but our kids. And I mean, you are married to your dead best friend's wife. Not, Legends of the Fall. Not only do you have to deal with your own grief, yeah. It's you are you are the living embodiment of Legends of the Fall.
2: Is he Brad Pitt or no? Is Jack Brad Pitt? Who's Brad Pitt in this?
0: No, no. Jack would be the the eldest brother.
2: Oh, but then and you got Brad, Brad Pitt, Pitt. Is but, Miguel?
0: And Brad Pitt is no. Brad Pitt's after Miguel. He's the third guy. How,
2: how many? I haven't watched this movie in a while.
0: Yeah, no. It's the it's the brother in between that would be Miguel. The little doofus brother that nobody cares about. Oh,
2: poor Miguel. He probably didn't have inflatables in the movie.
0: <laughs> so and there's this great back and forth between them. It's and and even you know Rebecca admits like I'm a lot. I'm a lot. And Oh
2: Yeah.
0: Oh, What's you, this
2: scy for? Your boy
0: Miggy. Oh, your boy. Y'all yes. yo, been sleeping on my boy Miguel. True, true that. Has a Jack Pearson moment and says, You're just the right. Amount. Oh, yes. Redemption for Miguel. Oh, Miguel bringing it. Okay. Uh, This... Bad for me is actually kind of good and bad. This episode Aww. is the first real episode to make the COVID like a real.
2: Not just like a mask on, mask off. Yeah,
0: it's a real driving force in this episode. It, 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 it You can tell that obviously they wrote this episode after uh, the the pandemic hit. And this was one of the things that the, the, the plot... They wrote it like last month. <laughs> yeah, sure. The plot of this episode is driven by COVID and how that affects our characters, which is really good. But you can't have it both ways. You can't have it say that COVID be the driving narrative force of this episode, but then have Kevin show up with not quarantining. So
2: we're going to have COVID like, Kevin. Are
0: you telling me that Kevin shows up to this hospital... And they and say, yeah, yeah, sure, sure. But that's sure, he must have lied. Because they
2: would. Like, uh, uh, right. Oh, yes. I live in L.A. This is my wife is here. I just got home from work.
0: Yep. I mean, that, that's it's possible. Yeah. It's certainly possible.
2: And someone on our Facebook said maybe he gets tested daily on the film set. Agreed.
0: Maybe. I'm just saying. I mean, that's everybody that's... needs to follow the rules. Well, I guess what I'm getting at is. <laughs> There's there's a couple of things here that I can't go
2: to Trader Joe's at eight AM because that's a rule. (laughs) Even though that's the time I like to go, I'm gonna obey the rules. I want Kevin Pearson to obey the rules. But Kevin Pearson is not Randall Pearson. Veronica
0: says maybe they rapid tested him. Also possible um they probably
2: oh
0: it's possible Would have
2: taken another extra half hour
0: i guess what i'm saying is this there's a couple of things that still have gone untalked about which is or un unaddressed which is kevin somehow by a miracle getting on this plane and they just kind of whistle past that graveyard they're just like yeah the tsa manager he has
2: a passport
0: sure okay fine but they just like yeah the tsa manager needs to be on a christmas card list and that's it. That's fine. and then Kevin shows up TV and just magic. walks into the into this room, and it's it's TV magic. That's all it is. That's it. That's my bad for this episode.
2: The TV so magic.
0: It, the TV magic. Okay. Am I am I gonna am I gonna die on the hill? No, I'm not dying on the hill. Yeah, I'm not take bunked, but I'm saying, eh, you know what? We got to work on this a little bit. And there needs to be some, like you said, Mary, some kind of conversation between Randall and Kevin to not be
2: able to taste, uh, taste things. Okay, that's all I want. I'm not saying I want him to die.
0: And the great for me of
2: (laughs) pay for breaking the rules.
0: The great for me, of course, is Randall and Kevin's conversation. Yes, there's a lot of great stuff here between the births and uh, the the guy in the parking lot with his wife Rose and the pigs and all that other stuff, and uh, even the moment between Kate and little Haley. All good stuff. Mm. But so the emotional, the real emotional, um,
2: like when the shaman came
0: out, when the shaman, when the shaman hit, man, when the shaman hit, and I got tears rolling down my face. It is Kevin and Randall, and that moment where Kevin understands and appreciates Randall, and, and knows that he's done wrong, and he has nothing else to say because he's so overwhelmed. Then thank you. Like I've been there. I've been there with somebody where I just. I don't know what else to do. I don't know what else to say other than just thank you. And that's a big deal. So I really like that. So that is that is that. That is my GBG. It's time. It's time for the uh, Big Big Three three. feedback. You ready for this? Yeah, of course. Let's do it, shall we? If I can find the button. There it is. And we said... That's three. Big three?
1: Big three! All
0: right, the first one comes from Chris Valley. They say that popping in to let everybody know that you, in fact, can fly without an ID.
2: Thank you. I
0: lost my wallet in the Washington state and flew home out of SeaTac, which is Seattle and Tacoma. The one that...
2: I've been in that airport. Yes, you have.
0: That's the one that Kevin is at. Uh, and I had to be extra searched and they had a database of questions that only I could answer. Ooh. So it's not totally unbelievable that Kevin could get home.
2: Awesome. Thank you,
0: Chris. All right. We got some voicemails here too, which I'm very happy about. Uh, again people have called in to talk about this one of them has to deal with last week uh, and I wanted to get it in just because I you know people took the time to do these voicemails yeah, so I'm down. Let, let's uh, let's go for it shall we
2: We shall I don't know if you want me to always answer you with a we shall I kind
0: of do okay
1: Hi Mary and Blake it's Mandy here from Melbourne Hi, and Andy. I'm so excited for the speak pipe for this is us too because every week I'm like I really want to ring in like I do with Outlander <laughs> but I just have to say As a mum who had premature twins nine weeks early, when Randall called and Madison was answering the call, I burst into tears. I just thought I can picture how scared she is. Oh, my gosh. So I just, I can see all the criticisms you've said, Blake, about the episode, but that moment, boy. It mm-hmm. had me in all the feels. Love so it. Thank you, and stay tuned for more messages from Mandy.
0: <laughs> all Bye. right, thanks, Mandy. Thank you so much. You know, uh, it was it was very nice. It was very nice when those two got on the call, uh, or when Randall answers that phone call, and oh, it's just great, good, good stuff. All right, next one.
1: Hi guys, this is Nancy
2: calling from Wisconsin. Hey Nancy. Nancy. One thing I don't think I've heard anybody mention about the latest episode of This Is Us is the fact that Josh Molina played that driver who got in the car accident. And that's a pretty big name for an actor to have such a bit part. So my outlandish theory or scribbling prediction um, is that's gonna come back at some point. It just seems odd that somebody with uh, that big of a profile would just come on to be barely recognizable with all those facial lacerations and whatnot to um not come back so that's all i have thanks guys
0: thanks nancy yes i that i think is fair to assume but this is us has had big guest stars on for little roles um whether it oh my god who You you threw me under the bus here a little bit. It's like
2: me with conspiracy theory. I know I I put you on the spot. You put me
0: on the spot. I I just I know it off the top of my head that they've had big like big stars like you know Seth Meyers shows up out of nowhere you know or um, uh, who else was it Ron Uh, Howard. Uh, Yeah, Ron Howard's there. As himself. As himself. There there, there have been some people there that have done these things and have been a part of this and they just kind of show up and then they go away.
2: I'd be down if this does play a point though and if it does like, help get Kevin his job back and things like that. I'd be down.
0: I would be down with that. Okay, here's the last one.
1: Hi, Mary and Blake. It's Barbara from New Jersey. Hey, Hey, Barbara. Always thought I'd be calling for Outlander, but no, I'm calling for This Is Us. First time caller. I am new to you guys. I just discovered your podcast when I honestly got tired teaching at home to a...
0: Hold on. Hold on. We have to play the new listener sound.
1: Yes. Thank you. Quiet room uh, during quarantine. So I've been with you guys since March. I'm sending you a big hug. Um, even though you're Red Sox fans, I'm Yankees, but okay. that's okay. We can still get along. Yes. So no, we can On to last night's <laughs> episode. Where to begin? I joke with my families and friends that I don't go to therapy. I don't have a therapist. Instead, I just cry on the couch and watch <laughs> This Is Us yes. every Tuesday. Preach. Last night was no exception from the big three to Randall and Beth. Coming in clutch, carrying the show on their backs like they always do to Jack Pearson being the man of the people. I I don't know what else to say about Jack Pearson other than I honestly wonder what is going to become when the show is no more. He is going to be somebody that we will never forget. Yeah. I love the blob painting, mm-hmm. all the lemons. I did need a white <laughs> claw or two afterwards. Nice. Love you guys. Stay safe. Stay warm from the snow. Thank you. Thank Bye. you. All right,
0: Bobber, thank you. Thank you for bringing the intensity and the emotion and the heat hey, today. Hey, that's Jersey. That's Jersey for you, man. Right? Bobber from Jersey, don't screw. She don't screw around. <laughs> I love
2: how you just speak like a perfect Bostonian uh, Barbara from Jersey she don't screw around
0: (laughs) so she's tough let's talk about this (laughs) let's talk about this Mary okay Uh, let's get this one
2: what is this I hate when you talk in pronouns I know
0: let's get this one right out of the way okay does the hashtag who are there who are uh, they uh, uh, yes who are there who are they with uh, Nasir and Esther Ahmed work for you
2: no they are not under the hashtag, who are they?
0: Uh, Well, I mean, technically they are.
2: No, they're not. Because the hashtag, who are they, are supposed to be reoccurring characters Good point. that the show is telling me that I need to care about. Good oh point. my gosh, look at all these new people. You better care about them. They're going to be a big deal.
0: These are just guest stars. Yeah. Okay.
2: Yeah. So, um, you know, it, it threw us for a loop. Mm-hmm. Definitely threw us for a loop. Um. A lot of people, ourselves included, were like, are these Miguel's parents? Do they nickname Miguel Mike? Like, what's going on here?
0: Yeah, they definitely edited to make you think that this was Miguel's parents. Yes. Uh, And there's a number of visual cues when they do that. Like what? Well, like after they have one of the episodes, like after one of the scenes where they're talking about why aren't you here? Why aren't you like what I have to explain this to my son, like a four year old? So explain it to me like that. And then the next very shot yes. is a close up of Miguel. Yes. And again, it's not to say that, you know, it was, ob- let's, be, let's be clear those are not Miguel's parents. Those are not Miguel's parents. No. Uh, so if, I know there has been some confusion about that in the This Is Us communities.
2: It clearly is not his parents.
0: Not Miguel's parents. (laughs) But they certainly edited it to make you feel like possibly they were. Agreed. Um, So does the inclusion of this story work for you? It does. It does. As like
2: a standalone individual episode, um, you know, it's... We all know probably someone who has given birth during this pandemic. And people in the earlier portion of the pandemic, they had to give birth without their partner there. Throughout this whole pandemic, most likely people have had to labor and birth with masks on. Laboring and birthing in general is very, very hard. But to then be doing it with this mask on, I'm going to be seeing the shields and everybody it made it so real. You know, to be going through different medical procedures right now with these masks on, the extra precautions. Mm-hmm. Just everything is so different. Um things that things that are hard anyway medically and now have these extra levels to it. And I appreciated the fact that this is us has acknowledged those struggles, yep. but then also the fact that we are longing for connection.
0: Yes, all longing, of us. Longing
2: and we are missing each other desperately. And that we are so blessed. We have said it so many times to each other yep. how blessed we are to be in the age with this technology. I mean, even just this podcasting alone to be able to connect with people, the fact that we go live on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube to connect with people. We didn't yep. used to go live all the time online, but it is to have this connection to know that we that. Rebecca and Miguel are able to see these babies mere minutes, hours after birth because of the phone, that they would have been there in the room, Mm -hmm. and it was like they were there. You know, we all kind of need to thank Nasir and his wife and his team. We all have been on our phones connecting with people over video, Mm
0: -hmm.
2: and I didn't know this story about him.
0: Neither did I. Certainly not.
2: I honestly haven't even thought about the people who created this technology. I've been thankful for it many a times, but I haven't thought about the people who had this foresight decades ago that this would be something that people could use. And think about how much harder this would be on all of us, how much more lonely, how many minutes and moments we would have lost. Yes, is it hard to have Thanksgiving and Christmas uh, without your family and having them just on Zoom? You bet. But you can still see them on video because of it. You can still share these moments. Yeah. and I'm just I'm beyond beyond grateful for it so even though it wasn't intricate in the big three's lives per se as a person Yep. I am thankful for this episode and I feel like for me it just hit me I need to thank in my heart and in my mind Nasir, year and the fact that they showed at the end that they had video conferences with I know him and his life
0: oh like,
2: past the Charmin how uh, about you Blake I
0: mean yeah it worked for me too um In the beginning, I'm thinking, okay, is this Miguel's parents? And is this the whole thing? And, okay, what am I doing here? And this isn't the first time that This Is Us has done something like this. If you recall, back in season three, there was the Immaculate Reception episode with Franco Harris. And um, everyone was like, how is this guy related to the Pierce? No, it's not – they're not directly related to the Pearsons. It's just a thematic thing. It's how some people are connected to us in these specific examples, in these, in these different ways, without, like, without being part of our family, without being part of our circle. Like, for example, uh, using the football aspect of it, uh, I, I'm connected to Tom Brady and Adam Vinatieri. Because of, I remember watching the snowball in 2001 in my little dorm room, and that helped change the course of my life forever, right? Like that that snowball game against the Raiders, when they won and they definitely shouldn't have won, okay. it changed the course of my life. It just did in small ways, minute ways, but it did. And so this with here, here with Nasir and, and what he has done and, and, and inventing this way to compress information and, and using that way – uh, it makes podcasts like this literally very possible yes. it makes our as you said so he has Im- impacted our way uh, our the way of life and that ties into the theme of what we were talking about
2: it ties into just to the title even yeah, right, yeah. the title of the show is this is us i mean that is why we named the title of this podcast this is us too because you can see yourself from time to time in these different characters and in the situations that they go through we have all yep. been using technology yep. to connect with people even though we wish we were connecting with them more in real life it has made connection possible
0: yep all of us so when it comes to in the room uh, you know again Mary I, I'm not gonna say that in the room is the best episode ever of this is us okay. it's not I think it again it, it's more contextual to where we are in a society as of this moment and how we are thirsting for this kind of connection uh, but I will say that this is, Prime, this is us material, right? Uh, th- it has the big tear-jerking moments. It has the good character moments, especially for someone like Rebecca later on mm-hmm. in-, in this episode and how she develops. Um, and it has the emotionally manipulative moments, uh, whether that is uh, the stuff with Rose or, oh. or 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 Kate and the mother, like taking the baby away. After specifically saying, "Make sure you give the baby to Kate first, you have that little jump moment of being like, "Oh, is she going to give this baby? Oh away? my gosh, it frightened me so much! Is she going to keep the baby? Like, it's manipulative." So, it this is I think this is uh, this episode is this is us at what it does best. It combines these big moments with the small character moments and gives us a good narrative. You
2: need those moments of manipulation. And I feel bad because I feel like manipulation has such a bad connotation to it. You need those moments where you hold your breath because that happens to you in real life. You know, if we were in Kate's shoes, we would be overanalyzing every single moment. Oh, she wants to hold it? How Mm -hmm. do we feel about this? I don't know. You know, it's like when you're asking somebody on a date, you're sitting back. Oh, they looked a little funny. Like, do they not like me? What's going on? We have these micro moments of doubt, of hesitancy in our own life, Mm -hmm. and they have to weave it in so we can feel that for these characters, so we can feel how Kate felt. Of course, probably a bunch of moms who are giving their babies up for adoption have this moment where they get to say goodbye. You know, this probably happens. Blake and I have not adopted a child. We haven't, you know, um, gone through this kind of a process, but I can only imagine that a lot of people would choose to do that. I bet a lot of people choose otherwise. Right, But... um. Yeah, it's just we need those and you're right, they did it really well this episode. It wasn't Kevin's wallet kind of No, no. psych you out kind of thing. No,
0: that's real manipulation. Yes. That is that that's bad. That's bad network TV manipulation. Uh no, this what we're talking about here like you said Mary is more of a subtle thing. It's this- it's 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 a direction that they could go, mm-hmm. but they're not being overt about it, like the wallet and the car crash.
2: I'll have, I've said it before on this podcast, and I'll say it again. I'm, I am personally thankful. I know that we've had a lot of breaks with this show, and we're going to have another break um, just because of COVID and other reasons. I'm personally thankful with how the flow has been. Blake and I have been open that we've had a miscarriage recently. Mm-hmm. I don't think I would have done well with this episode a couple of weeks ago in the trenches of our darkness. Um, I was in a healthy place to watch it this episode, but... I'm also thankful for this because our kids will probably watch This Is Us when they're older sure, at some absolutely. point. Yep. And for me to have gone through um, the DNC, to go through the surgery and to do all this stuff, which was emotionally traumatizing, physically difficult for me, to have to do it alone, to have to do it masked, um, to have to be doing all those things, I'm thankful that like we're going to see these An insight. Granted, this was a happy episode medically, but it was still medical stuff. I'm happy that this is gonna be shown and saved on screen so that when our kids grow up they can see this and can they can be like, Wow, that really did impact all different ways of society. Yeah, right. You know, Toby couldn't be in there. Like Blake couldn't be with me. Yep. While I had my blood draw or to, to hang out with me a little bit while I woke up from anesthesia. Like there were all these different things that maybe would have been differently from my medical experience. And instead I was alone and wearing a mask and not being able to breathe well, much like medicine, mm-hmm. you know. So I'm just saying that I appreciate this on so many different levels uh, for what it is showing in our society. I know it, I know it's some people don't like that COVID is an aspect in this show. Yep. I'm here for it because of the title of the show, because it is a reflection of who we are.
0: Right. Yeah. Actually, uh, Elizabeth here asks, I wonder when we watch this in a few years, whether we will smile or cringe at all the pandemic references. What do you think about that?
2: I think it's going to remind us. I think in the future, when this is all past us, you know, it's going to be a distant memory. But I think it's going to be like, when September 11th comes and you remember where you were and you remember what happened. I think when we watch shows like this is us and it reminds us of this difficult year, we will remember, Oh yeah, I had situations like that. I had medical situations that had to be handled in a different way. I had to FaceTime, um, you know, my parents, I didn't get, you know, all these, it'll, it'll bring it back for you.
0: Sure. Uh, Russell asks, will they tell Haley about her birth mom?
2: That's a great question. I think they will.
0: I think the, I think so too. I don't see I don't see um, Kate and Toby being people that will hold that back. You know, I think that you know Haley is going to be well aware that she was, yeah. you know, that she was adopted mm-hmm. and the whole thing. I think that's going to be a a real a real thing. Um, let's talk about the connections here a little bit because you know we we are I think as a theme asking how do we connect. You know, what is connection uh, and how do we connect in a time of pandemic uh, when we have these big moments of birth and these big moments in our lives? How do we connect? And I think that, you know, there's a lot of different things that happen in this episode that do relate to connection, you know, in, you know, Mm -hmm. capital C connection. Okay, Uh, whether that is Kevin and Randall being able to finally connect about their feelings uh, and acknowledge the good and the bad and the ugly between them. Uh, there's also a connection, like literal connection between the big three kids, um, like the big three and Rebecca, who's in this cabin, yeah. right? Uh, Rebecca is able to connect her feelings, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but to her, her children and connect her expectations that she met with Jack and recognize that, no, I'm, I'm not missing out. Like, I'm here. And she's able to do that because she's able to literally connect with mm-hmm. them over the phone. Uh, Randall's able to uh, connect with Madison. Uh, we even have this great moment of connection between Haley and Kate, where Kate says, I feel like I've been waiting for you <sighs> all of my life. I'm your mom. Oh my god! Right,
2: I'm gonna like cry just by you saying that. Rachel on Facebook just said the newest little three is a set of twins and an adopted child, yes. all born the same day. So it just stunned yes. on her. How cool is that?
0: Yeah, you know, and that's the kind of thing that this is us. It, it like that borders on saccharin. You know that borders on cheesy.
2: But I'm here for it. But I'm
0: here for it. Like it's <laughs> it's uh, it's poetic. And- it's not
2: Velveeta. It's like the good cheese. Yeah,
0: yeah. It's it, it's, it's definitely some, not. Like, che- it's not cheese whiz. Oh,
2: it's it's like brie wrapped in like the croissant dough with yes, the ge- yes, jam on top. Kind of You're cheese. like, I'm here for it. Yeah,
0: I can do that kind of cheese. I can
2: literally eat this whole thing by myself.
0: Yeah, no, I, I'm good with that. I'm not doing the cheese whiz in the mouth right out of the ball, nope, Ain't gonna no, happen. No. no, not doing that. Um, but yeah, there, there's a lot of great different connections here, uh, even with the fact that Kevin is able to connect with Madison and his children and connect the fact that uh, he's able to reconcile and connect with the fact that he may not be his dad, but he's doing the best that he can. Yes. Right. So there's a lot of great different connections uh, into this episode, but I think a standout here aside from the Kevin and Randall conversation Mm -hmm. is the Rebecca and Miguel stuff. And I want to get your thoughts on that and what that all means to you, Mary. Mary.
2: It's acknowledging something that we have needed for so long. And Mm -hmm. we don't know how often Rebecca and Miguel have these conversations. Like, Mm -hmm. us ending up together is kind of weird. It's kind of cool. Kind of weird. Um, And I like it. I like it. We've talked about how we've wanted to see some Miguel and Rebecca possibly courtship. I don't even know if I necessarily need it, if this is something that happens. I, you know, I, I'm, I'm here for anything I can get right now, especially because we've had all this interrupted times of seeing the show. Give me anything. This is us and I'll be happy. But this is actually the meat of the matter. Like, this is it. Rebecca is going through a lot emotionally right now. She's got three kids that are not the easy. They're not cupcakes. OK, they're right. not the easiest to juggle. We never hear from Miguel's kids. I hope they're OK. Yeah,
0: that's a good point. Did Miguel's they, kids just uh, like
2: are they team mom? Are they like all out on Miguel? I think they're
0: team mom. I think they're team mom. They they are not happy with Miguel. I, like that was the that was the the feeling that I got, I when, got they that that when they had yeah. that dinner. when they had that dinner and and Rebecca was there and they're like, yeah, I'm sure, whatever. Yeah, yeah, no, I, yeah, I'm I'm kind of with you they're on that.
2: All set. They're all set with the Pearsons. Oh wow, they got a Pearson problem. Um, no, yeah, I, I think
0: they just like. They like they they got dusted when Thanos snapped his fingers. Probably, like I think that's probably what happened.
2: <laughs> I mean, I have no! adult step siblings, and you do too. Yes. And it's not necessarily easy to connect with people on this like tight level of like, let's have big family get togethers and stuff. So I get it. I get it.
0: Um, Let me ask you this question, Mary, would you prefer to relive their courtship and Miguel and Rebecca, their courtship and the dating through like, kind of like how they did it with this episode when they're talking about all the drinks and they're going to Puerto Rico for their honeymoon and the whole thing. Would you like to relive it through their memories or would you like to relive it in flashbacks? would you I'd like which to would you relive prefer? it in flashbacks. How come?
2: I want to see it through Rebecca's eyes. Yep. Because we need to love Miguel for her, especially as she deteriorates in health and stuff. Like, I just want to, I love Miguel. Like, but I don't know if I'd want to, like, have sex with Miguel. <laughs> Okay, I bet Miguel's really good in the kitchen. You go from Jack to Miguel. Somebody has to bring it up. Everybody's DTF, Jack. (laughs) Mary, (laughs) I'm not saying he's not handsome. Shame, but like, I don't watch This Is Us with old Miguel being like, I know what I'm dreaming about tonight. (laughs) Listen man It happens Miguel and Rebecca Have sex
1: Oh my god
2: I can't picture it yet
1: Oh my god I can't picture it
2: (laughs) Okay We are That's what I need I need Rebecca To like Like I need Miguel To like build stuff And even if it's just Assembling a dynamite Christmas like, layout like of, Ikea. Oh, um, no, I'm saying like I want him to have one of those inflatable uh. things that you set the music to and people drive by. And I want her to be like, dang, he makes good cookies. Uh. He inflates all the things. I, I don't know. I just,
0: he inflates all the things. That's, That's what, what I'm she saying. <laughs> I, I'm saying that on purpose.
2: <laughs> I don't know. That I need to see it from Rebecca's perspective.
0: Oh, Mary, but... why she's into him.
2: Rather than just like you'll do,
0: oh my god, dude. I my, want my abs I want hurt. the
2: reason I'll do you versus you'll do.
0: Oh, look at you! I'll do you. Mm-hmm. Good job, Mary.
2: <laughs> okay, that's what I want.
0: I, so I I will say this, uh, aside from Mary's. Uh, obscenities here basically Um,
2: DTF Angela Hickey she's like what is DTF it's a Jersey Shore reference yeah we're classy oh yeah it means down to F
0: JL Cray here on Facebook says she says that Jack is Jamie and Miggy James Fraser is Frank Uh, that's a good outlander reference I don't know I don't think Miggy is Frank I don't think Miggy is Frank either
2: I think Mickey is like Rupert
0: Um, right now.
2: Like fun. I'll hang out with you. I'll make you laugh.
0: But you know, the fact of the matter is Frank was mentioned in this podcast, so I have to play it.
2: Like, like here's the thing. I like that I see them touch their hands. Yes. Because when I see Miguel and Rebecca, I think they have two separate bedrooms.
0: Uh, That's fair. Or two separate beds. Yeah. Yeah.
2: But then I see them touch hands and I was like, maybe they fool around. But I don't really believe it yet. No, I don't. Like, I see Rebecca and Jack being rabbits everywhere they go.
0: Yes. Absolutely. Like,
2: Mile High Club, done. Yep. Concerts. Done. Movie theaters, don't turn around. Don't want to see what's happening behind you. Ne- like
0: Next to Swans and Bridgerton. Hey, done. Yes, Let's do yes. it. they
2: give Bridgerton a run for its money. Miguel and Rebecca.
0: No, I don't see it happening.
2: Maybe they just do like massages. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, we spent way too much time on okay, this.
2: Sorry. So I'm just saying that's what I need. I need courtship from Rebecca's perspective to get me drooling a little bit from Miguel. Or I need more of this. Acknowledging.
0: Uh... Yes, uh, so I think this opens up the possibility, this episode right here, this is a backdoor entry. Oh God, I realized that's that just... That,
2: <laughs> that's what she said.
0: <laughs> this is a backdoor way into the relationship with Miguel and Rebecca. Uh, and how, like, you know how they call it backdoor pilots? You know, no. when, when, the, when they have a show and they introduce new characters and it's like, they're, they, they're purposely doing it to make a spinoff. It's called the backdoor pilot.
2: Oh, you know, mean like all of Marvel?
0: Uh yeah, kinda. Okay. It's it's kinda like backdoor piloting. Okay. So um I feel like this is a way in and for them to start transitioning to the Miguel and Rebecca uh, relationship okay. and how that goes. Uh and I, I I'm kinda ready for it. I'm I'm kinda ready. You know
2: what I'm not ready for? Kevin and Madison. This was almost my bad.
0: Oh, how so? What do you mean?
2: Hey. Kevin just like illegally crosses the border, doesn't have a PCR test, um, isn't quarantining, runs into a hospital of all places. Mm -hmm. Whatever. We've already acknowledged that. And the first thing Madison says
0: is that she could hit him. Good point. Good point. You know what Madison deserves? Shame. Shame. Okay, I'll give her a moment. She's
2: pregnant. She's been laboring alone aside from FaceTime Randall and Beth coming back from New Orleans who are not bringing her beignets, okay? I get it. (laughs) But he literally just quit his job, came from Canada during a pandemic, and you say, I don't know if I could hit you, if I want to hit you or kiss you. It just wasn't what I wanted. Mm -hmm. I wanted the tears of relief right then and there. And um, I just didn't... I don't know. I'm not loving their relationship.
0: Yeah, I'm not 100% sold on any of No,
2: and it makes me feel bad because I want to feel good about them as she's giving birth. Maybe to it's twins. because
0: I'm take bunkered on the Cassidy thing. I'm not there either. Like, I, I am totally take cornered on Cassidy and Kevin. I, I have s- to make it work. If I don't, I, it's, I, I'm, I'm, I'm a take failure.
2: I will say, I am no pumpkin. When I'm laboring. No, you're not. Okay. I am sign languaging to Blake. More water, please. Biting me. I bit him and our doula. (laughs) Didn't mean to. They gave me their hands to hold and instead I bit them. (laughs) That's
0: very true. Very Um, true.
2: Yeah. I'm, I'm no pumpkin, so I can appreciate that she may not have been the nicest thing, but I'm like, oh, that's what you say to him right away. I didn't love it.
0: Yep. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Hey, Uncle Nicky is back.
2: Ah, oh, guess who's back? Back again. Nicky's back. Tell a friend, you know, or name your kid after him. I don't know. Right. Loved it. Loved it, loved it, loved it. I want all the Nicky. I want all the namesake. Yes, please.
0: Yeah, I, I, and it was a good way to bring him back. I feel like this is also a way to start bringing that narrative back into the rest of the show. Uh, Again, another backdoor uh, pilot—not pilot, but a backdoor and backdoor entry (laughs) for Uncle Nicky. (laughs) Yep, and uh, and all that. So that is that. Anything else you want to say, like Griffin Dunn? Like he just he, he his delivery when he's like, "Wow, oh my God, you named her after me? Really?" Like. It's just such a sweet moment. I forgot that was his name. Yeah, that's true. That's
2: really too close to Gryffindor.
0: Yeah. (laughs) You're a wizard, Harry. All right, anything else you got to say about this episode? I love you,
2: Rose. I love your little piggies. I'm glad you're going to be okay.
0: Yeah, that was really great. How she called herself Badass Rose. Oh, that was great. Good stuff.
2: Tailgating while your partner is getting a baby?
0: Questionable. Why... I'm why do they down. have a? Why do they wait? Why do they have a babysitter when when he could just be at home? What
2: do you mean? Well,
0: they, they have a babysitter watching Jack. Jack. Jack-Jack, Yeah. Why can't he just be home on Facetime?
2: Because he wants to go meet the baby.
0: How's he gonna meet the baby? Can't they, go in the hospital.
2: Why not? Why can't he go in and have a shift? Like Kate comes out, Toby goes in.
0: Yeah. You think Kate's giving up that right? No way.
2: For five minutes so Toby can go hold his daughter? I don't think he can do that.
0: I don't think they can do shifts.
2: Because the baby's, baby's going to have to be in there for a couple of days. So I thought that like Toby's there so that he can take a little shift and he can go in and see the baby for a little bit. Yep. That's why I saw him being there.
0: Rachel says, I am all in for Kevin and Madison. It's the love story we never saw coming, just like M. Night Shyamalan said in references to his movie that Kevin was in.
2: Mm, nice. That's, that's
0: true. They know, they know what they want. They just don't know it yet or whatever it was.
2: Yeah. Yes, M. Night Shyamalan show on Apple TV. Oh, Servant. Guys.
0: Go watch that. Go watch that. I don't know how more people aren't talking about it.
2: It's probably one of the best shows I've seen. This, this show,
0: especially the first season. Years. Yeah. The first season was... It's M. Night
2: Shyamalan at his finest. It's electric. The first episode. You're like, oh.
0: what? Yeah. I'm talking sixth sense level good. Agreed. And not like in a jokey kind of sixth sense, it's 20 years later we make fun of it way. I'm talking, I see dead people. I mean, when you watch the sixth sense and your brain exploded. Yeah. It's that It's that kind of good. So go watch Servant. Okay. All right, you ready for Inner Out, Mary? Yes. Let's do some In or Out, shall we? Yeah. Head on over, of course, to jointhenerdclan.com. That is what In or Out is brought to you by jointhenerdclan.com. Where you go, you get there, you get all kinds of great bonus material and extras uh, from uh, Mary and myself. Whether it's Blake's Book Club, and we're covering Voyager of the Outlander Saga, or Mary is now covering The Duke and I, the first book of the Bridgerton Saga. And might I say, Mary, might I say, your book club Yeah. way better than mine. Oh. Like forty million times better.
2: I feel like you're so much more eloquent than I am. Uh, no, I so. would say
0: it's a zillion times better than my book club. Wait, y- you're including comments from other listeners and other to. readers. You got yeah. music. You're in the studio. Half the time I'm in my cars, riding in cars with Blake. <laughs> that's what the, that's what my book club is. <laughs> that's the, that's the nickname. Of course, we got those. We got the, We got Keep Calm and Crown on. We even got the After Dark bonus podcast that we're Woo-hoo! doing tonight after we record this episode. So go to jointhenerdclan.com. And if you want to keep supporting uh, the local independent media shows like that Mary and I put together, then please go there and become a member and help us out. Help create these independently produced podcasts. Because we're a little teeny tiny company. And that's it. A mom and pop shop. Mom and pop shop.
2: Podcast pop Shop. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, here we go. What's it
1: gonna payment fly?
0: Are you in or out? All right, in or out <coughs> on Rose Tico from Star Wars.
2: I don't even know what that means.
0: That means you are out.
2: Rose Tico Star Wars.
0: Who Rose and Rose Tico? Finn and Rose when they go to uh, oh. the, the casino planet.
2: Um. Uh, here's, how, here's how I feel um, In on Rose Tico, out on the ship.
0: What do you mean you're out on the ship?
2: The Finn and Rose ship.
0: Oh, the ship. Oh, the I think like I think you see when you talk at Star Wars, you're talking Sorry. ships. You got to like yeah, I'm out on the shipping. Yeah, totally. I'm out down on with the her as a
2: character. I think yes. she was snubbed in uh, the, Rise of, the Rise of Skywalker. Yeah,
0: they didn't know what to do with her in the Rise of Skywalker. They totally they you were You know
2: like, what? Maybe they'll just give her her own show. Cuz that's what Disney's doing right now. I think they actually You get might a be. show. You get a show. Rose gets a show.
0: Everybody gets a show. There you go. They're, they're, they're Oprah of Disney Plus. All right, Will uh, it be
2: filmed in Boston? That's the question.
0: Uh, in a route, but Obi-Wan Kenobi is being filmed hey. in Boston. That's right. Hey, Obi-Wan, <laughs> go get your Jedi robes with my Siggies and beer at the Packy.
2: Get a donkeys. Get your
0: donkeys. Can I get a medium regular?
2: The Force is strong with the caffeine.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. In a route on tchotchkes. Out. Out on tchotchkes.
2: We are not a tchotchkes family. Not a tchotchke family. My mom just tried to deposit a box of tchotchkes. Like... Holiday tchotchkes.
0: Yeah, I know they're sitting in our. They've been sitting in our kitchen, Marvin, for the past two tell. weeks.
2: I, I know. I just need to go. You first. don't gotta
0: tell it. Just just huck 'em. them.
2: No, I'm not gonna huck them. Huck them. I need to see if any of the tchotchkes are things that I want to have.
0: Fire those things right into okay, the trash. So we
2: don't like tchotchkes.
0: All right. Now in or out. Nine zero two one zero. Out. I'm kind of in.
2: Of course you are. Because you were allowed in. to watch it growing up.
0: That's true. That's true. I'm kind of. I'm kind of in. I like nine zero two one zero. Good. <laughs> in or out on tailgating.
2: Um, only if it's warm. I hate cold tailgating. The <sighs> food gets too cold. Nah. And I just want to sit in the car. But I like, I like October tailgating.
0: October. October tailgating is great. But there's something special. No December,
2: January, February. Nope, nope, nope.
0: There's something special about going to Gillette or the old Foxborough nope. Stadium. Sitting down when it's cold as hell out. Nope. It's, it's 20 degrees, you got a fire going, you're cooking hot dogs, drinking beers. You
2: can do the same thing
0: at home. For those of
2: you who tailgate in warm environments, good for you, okay? We're in New England, which I like to call Southern Canada.
0: (laughs) Don't you dare.
2: I already did, and I do on multiple occasions, okay? It's cold.
0: It's cold, man. It's cold right now. Cold. I mean,
2: not really cold. Texas is colder than us right now, but it's cold generally. (laughs) Okay, I don't want to tailgate.
0: It was 50 degrees yesterday. Yeah. (laughs) Sorry for everybody from Texas. I
2: like to tailgate when it's you know, above thirty.
0: No, there's something if it's
2: above thirty, I'm good.
0: No, because when you're all when you're all at the tailgating, there's something spe- like you all have like this connection when you're out there and it's cold as hell. Yeah, but
2: I don't really drink that much, so it's like the connection that you feel is liquid boost. Like that's your connection. No, but
0: it's you're all there together. It's a communal thing. You're just no. like Yeah, no.
2: People smell the meat cooking on the thing Ugh, smells. I'm all best. set. Get me out of here.
0: Yeah, it's the best. All right. Uh interrupt route on epidurals out i'm in
2: i know you were like mary what is this hypno birthing thing you're doing what are we just
0: doing hypno babies don't feel any
2: of it what is it
0: get out of here with the hypno didn't even work to begin with whatever it didn't
2: i i hate needles and i'm not a fan of epidurals
0: <laughs> <laughs> i like epidurals because i had surgery i had to have an epidural it was well needed trust me
1: Oh, when I was
0: eighteen, I got in a really bad car accident, almost died. There, there is a bit of uh, trivia for for all of you out there. And I had to learn how to walk again when I was eighteen, and I because I, re- I almost lost my leg, and uh, epidural really helped me. So I'm in. Part on epidurals. of me
2: like thought if we were to have another birth, like maybe I'd do the epidural thing because I've heard people be like, yeah, you get the epidural and then you just like watch TV. Yeah, you just show you play up, play
0: cards, push a couple just, like, of chill times, out. You have some food.
2: I mean, I like mood and bit people. <laughs> Natural birth. Like
0: Yes, twice. Just, that's that's Oh.
2: Okay. So part of me's been like, if I ever did have a third birth, maybe I just go the epidural route just to try it.
0: Sure. Just you to know? see what see what it was like. Okay. What's the big talk about? Right? But All then right. I saw that needle and I was like, nope. In or out on Hansen.
2: Obviously in
0: Way out on Hansen. <laughs> Hansen sucks.
2: They just have a a really special place in my heart just for that one song. Everything else stunk.
0: Oh, God. The the older brother is kind of goofy looking. Yeah, but that's okay. No, I don't think so. I don't think so. They were like Jonathan Taylor Thomas wannabes. They were. They they wanted to be, like they had posters of JTT in in their room.
2: They were like, maybe for the Lion King one and a half, I can be Simba.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right, in or out on Anazette. What? Anazette. The drink that 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 uh, Miguel uses to make the the cocktail for uh, for Rebecca. I don't even know
2: what Anisette is. It's like a, a liqueur. Obviously, I'm out. I don't even know what this it's from thing Italy.
0: Is. I would think that you'd be in.
2: It's, I drink limoncello.
0: Sure, whatever. Okay. All right, in or out on uh, in lattes. Fi- in, in or out on finger painting. Out. Out, way out on finger painting. Want nothing to do with it. Don't luckily, get paint on my hands.
2: No, our kids were out too. So yeah. we're, nope, we're our kids out.
0: like using markers and, and colored pencils.
2: And they like paintbrushes. And I'm
0: so happy with that. Don't get paint on my hands. I don't like the feeling. It's sticky. It gets all over the place. That was
2: going to be my story. What? The finger painting thing. So we'll have a little brief segue. So we watched this episode. You know, they got the finger paintings. The finger paintings get wet. They just become blobs. Last night, I told Blake, I said, sometimes This Is Us makes me feel like I'm a really bad parent because I see these little kids and I see these things that, that Jack and Rebecca do. And we never did a paint hands, show the little hands versus our big hands thing. We mm-hmm. never did anything like that. And right. now our kids' hands are, are big. They're not babies.
0: Nope. By the way, can I just say, oh, man, the the how they used the painting in the narrative of the episode. And Rebecca is telling Jack and how it's all blurred together. And Jack is calling Rebecca out for making fun of their kids. That's when you were bawling. I was bawling. And I was bawling because all I could think about was you and I. Mm -hmm. Because I'm always the one that's like, let's get out of here. Let's pawn the kids off on somebody. Let's pawn them off on the, the guy that's three doors down the road and take a hike. And you're always, and I'm always making fun of the kids. I'm always like, I'm always ragging on them. And you're the one, you're the Jack. You are totally the Jack. And I'm the Rebecca. And I just started crying because I was like, man, that is awesome how they use it and they framed it. And it's a reminder. And oh,
2: all in, except I never did it with my kids. So now I feel like I missed out on the handprint thing. Uh, All
0: right. Uh, In or out on JTT. I'm going to throw that in there. In. I'm kind of in on JTT. I think I'm in on. Young JTT?
2: Yeah, I don't know what he did old.
0: Uh, well, I'm out on like older home improvement JTT. I didn't really watch When he thought stuff. he got, when he, like he was like, he thought he was, he was better than everybody After else. After he on was planet. Simba. Yeah. After he was Simba. And it went a little to his head, yeah. It, he was like, yeah, I'm JTT. I'm, I'm the man. And I just can't wait to be king. Yeah. <laughs> All right, lastly, in or out on the name Francis?
2: In. I love the nickname Franny. Love it.
0: I don't know. I'm not sure. i have I haven't decided yet. i'm 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 in take development on the so name the' guy's name is Blake. <laughs> that's true. That's a good point that, that nobody
2: understands over the phone. what? A-
0: Jack. Blake we Jack just, yeah we just I just lie and say Jack. All the time when I do when I do call in like maybe if I do take pizza, out yeah. pizza whatever or if I have to put an order and I get a, I have to give a name I, get, I just give the name Jack cuz every single time I I use the name Blake nobody understands.
2: When I was in surgery with mask on so people can't understand you that well and the nurses were trying to calm me down um they were like, "Well, tell me about your husband. What's his name?" And I was like, "Blake." And they were like, "What? Blake? What? Blake, like Blake Shelton. Oh, okay. Oh,
0: <laughs> got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah right, right. Uh, all right, you got a hot take, Marvin?
2: I already gave my hot take. Oh, that's right. COVID Kevin.
0: You know what? That hot take is so good, I'm going to relinquish my hot take rights. You, you COVID Kevin. COVID Kevin, man. COVID- Brazilian variant. <laughs> We just need a picture. That's our new shirt. It's a picture of Kevin's face with a Brazilian flag behind it. No, no, no,
2: no, no. Don't do that. Insulting.
0: Oh, man. All right. Uh, You ready to close this bad boy out? Yep. All right. Me too. Let's. uh... I got a surprise for you, though, Malvin. You ready for this?
2: Is it Mbap? listen to this when i was a kid i was much older but i still had to skip it <laughs> never got to drink sunny Days. saturday morning cartoons tgif on friday nights reading the tv guide yep to see the like two sentences what will happen to urko i don't know <laughs> i don't know but it's gonna be a mystery that was one of my favorite things what is when the tv guide would come out on monday and i'd go on the bus and i'd be like guys you see what's gonna happen to tj yep Song.
0: what was what was urkel's um, steve no no uh his hold on stefano. I'm to talk yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: sorry what was urkel's uh al- al- alternative stefan is Steph- is Steph- was it stefan i
2: think yeah stefan or stefano
0: it was i think it was stefan yeah okay, the cool urkel yeah yeah you were in on stefan no, I wasn't. You weren't in Stefan? You were no. more Urkel? I was still so more Urkel. Really?
2: I mean, I'm... Uh, yeah.
0: Well, I mean, you are.
2: I was made fun of a lot for being too dorky my yes. entire life.
0: Yes. Absolutely. Oh, it's
2: okay. I've just made a career out of it. Suckers! <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, everybody, thank you for joining us on this episode. I had a lot of fun this episode. Good, i Good time. Me and too. You got me with the Miguel stuff. Your Miguel, your Miguel content is heat. Hold on. Sorry. Your Miguel content is fire. It's just heat. Straight heat. I've got Miguel's back most of the you time. You do. I'm, I'm proud of you. So, uh, yeah, everybody, thank you for joining us today and having a good time talking about Umbop and, and whether or not Mary would do Miguel. And uh, and having a good time. So, like thank you. I'm, out on it right now. I know. <laughs> so, please go to jointhenerdclam.com <laughs> to support Mary and Blake Media and uh, this little independent podcast company and if you're watching this live right now or if you're listening to this in the podcast app later on we do have the after doc episodes so join us live next time at the mary and blake all of our social media just mary and blake and then you can join us uh for the after doc episodes right after
2: And i'm not saying that i don't think the actor is not attractive he is i'm just saying no no it's
0: just the idea of miguel
2: they haven't made him sexy
0: right they've they've made him more fatherly and and like inflatables. you don't it's inflatables you don't see him as a as a as a sex driven object
2: but what happened in Puerto Rico
0: <laughs> all the anazet <laughs> you know some some rank stuff happened in okay, Puerto Rico anyway, what happens in Puerto Rico stays in Puerto there Rico you
2: go. <laughs> thank you all so much for tuning in my name is Mary
0: my name is Blake
2: And this is us too Wait for it. Oh. Here you go. And this is when you walk around the room at karaoke and you hand the microphone out to people. And you're like, you go, girl. Yeah, yeah. Bring it down. Everybody,
0: sing along with me. Yeah. You, can it. you don't even know the words. No, I don't. Because I don't care. Hanson sucks.